Hi, the Ring Fanatics podcast, episode number 82. I am Nick, your host with me as always, my co-host Joel Otero Jr. Um, 82 episodes in, less than 20 now away from 100. Go subscribe to us on YouTube as always if you're new to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, and anywhere else we can be found. Um, If you have not done so already, Joel did an interview that was posted this past Monday with Isaac Rodriguez and Chris Barton. Go check that out if you haven't done so already and leave that a like and a comment as well as this episode as well on YouTube. So today's episode, Joel, I'm allow you to take this one over. It was okay. your idea, your topic. You take it over, man. Present this more. So we actually talked about doing this last week, but yeah. we decided just to talk about money in the bank. So last week was the anniversary of the NWO actually forming mm-hmm. um, the NWO. And it was such a dope moment. And in history, we look back at it as like the turning point. Well, when Hogan joined, it was like the turning point of like, whoa, this is that he's going to be healed. It was a whole big thing. Now, there was another group in WWF called D-Generation X. I was now we talked about this last week, but then this weekend on a and that was the documentary for Undertaker, which I, f- I caught the last 20 minutes. I didn't pissed at myself. I got to watch it because the last 20 minutes were dope. But then there was a show that debuted right after. And it was called Rivals. And the thing is, they pick like a famous rivalry and they go over it and they talk. There's a whole bunch of talking heads just talking about the rivalry. And they also and it was based on Brett and Sean. And Brett and Sean also spoke. And I've noticed, I've noticed this for a while. I think growing up, I didn't really look at it because I used to buy all those DVDs, the documentaries and all that and watch it. I didn't notice till now that WWE, because they won, they get to tell the story. I never like, never really looked in, like never really thought about it till now. And I was like, Like, what, what do you mean? Like, as opposed to what? Like as the true story. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. That's so like, saying. so like, the Brett and Sean thing, right? Yeah. The whole thing was, the whole thing was, we don't want Brett going over to Nitro with the belt, right? That was their thing. And in past documentaries, Vince is like, we didn't want him, and and Triple H also, and Sean, we don't want him showing up the next day on Nitro. So fucking lie because his contract wasn't up till December fifteenth, so he couldn't do that anyway. Survivor yeah. Series happened in November. He had a whole month to sit at home and just chill before he showed up at WCW. Which Brett said, I will lose it to anybody, anyone else but Sean. But WWE likes to show you the story in a way that's like, oh, but come on, Vince and Sean and Triple H, like he's gonna leave with the bell and what's he, he's gonna show up on Nitro with it. And it's like, homie, the dude, you Offered the guy a contract, right? The, the story yeah. is Vince offered him a contract, then decided to pull up because he couldn't pay him. Then told him to um, take the WCW deal. And Brett was like, he didn't really want to, but he had to because of his family. Like, the money, there yeah, was no other choice, that. right? No other choice. This man was a company man to the last day. So the plan was for Sean and Brett to I know off topic, but we're gonna get back to the story. Uh, Sean and Brett 
to fight a Survivor Series, Brett was going to drop it to Sean, which he was fine with. The story goes, Brett went to Sean, said, yo, listen, I heard we're fighting each other at Survivor Series. Um, I'm going to do the job, da-da-da-da-da-da, like whatever is needed of me of the company. Sean Michael said, cool, just letting you know if it was the other way around, I wouldn't. Not for you. So that's when Brett said, yo, Sean could go fuck himself. <laughs> I'm not dropping the title to Sean. I'll drop it to anybody else. But yeah. Sean. Like, he, you could put him in a match with Goldust. He would have dropped the belt. Yeah. <laughs> he just did. It was anybody. Like, you remember a couple years ago where I was like, anyone but Roman? Yeah. The Rumble. It was yeah. anyone but, but Sean. Sean. Yeah. But they tell you in the story, oh, but he was going to leave with the title. We had to do what we were going to do. Um. Uh, Shawn Michaels is such a co- company guy, which really Brett was the company guy. Yeah, other way around, and they fucked up, right? So that's why I'm talking about stories being told differently because they bought the company. Same way that they talk about like 2000 WCW being horrible, like wrestling. Somewhat, it's true, but sometimes it's good. Like I've seen old episodes of WCW and it's not as bad as people who think you know yeah. what I mean but WWE has put in our mind after 99 WCW was dead Yeah. even though they were still getting 4 million people watching their show which Vince would fucking have a heart attack if WWE had those numbers today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they barely break 1.5 you know what I mean they barely yeah. touch 2 you know what I mean so yeah. <laughs> and they're not even going up against anybody Exactly. So, yeah, it was a different time, this and that, but they tell stories differently. So they always tell you, even they have a show on the network, on Peacock, on the cock, that talk about <laughs> um, <laughs> the Monday Night Wars. Wars, yeah. And they speak about DX and NWO. And they always put them on the same pedestal. Like they were the same thing, like they had the same effect. I don't think, in my opinion, my opinion, I don't think DX had an effect on WWF winning the war. But they like to make you think it. Yeah. Like, if you watch the doc, they're like, all this Triple H, uh, like, get it out your mouth. That's their son in law. I get it. You know what I mean? So, I just wanted to talk to you about it. How do you feel? Do you think DX had a more pivotal role or even close to what NWO had? At that time? Like, of course, popularity, the socket thing, the merch. Cool. But. But if 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 you think about it, like no one really says that like DX was the one that helped WWE. You know what I mean? No one says that. But but people always point to Sean and like yeah. even in the Monday Night Sha- Wars, Sean Michaels, they, yes, but they, like the whole group, no. I don't even. Know I wouldn't about say that, that because Sean was gone before before the Attitude Era began. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He was gone, and I think the person who fucking won the war for WWF from day one to the day that WCW closed. Was Stone Cold? Yeah, Stone Cold. So, add to our, in my eyes, even though people say, um, the day Brett got screwed, that's when the Add to Era started. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could also see, um, Add to Era starting WrestleMania 13, 
when Brett beat Stone Cold and Stone Cold was bleeding and passed out. I could also see that. I could see your argument for that. Yeah. But I could also see the argument for being the night after WrestleMania 14, where he was the champion. He came out. That solidified him as, yo, I'm taking the ball. I'm running with it. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like, if you like, let me ask you this. Though. Let me What's ask up? you in a different I mean, to like, read, ask it differently your question. But no, yeah. Go. Who do you think, going a little bit off topic with the WCW thing? Yeah. Who do you think now had that bigger impact on wrestling? In total? As, in as in like, general. Yeah. Like in the Attitude Era? Or from then to now. From then to now, who's had the most impact? On wrestling. Probably. Let's Wait, do it. they have Let's to be in the, do they have, yeah. do they have to be in the Attitude Era or could it be this, after? At any point in wrestling. Okay, because I think Cena has had the most effect. Oh no, no, like between between NWO and oh DX, NWO, sorry, between, yeah, NWO. I thought you meant like any wrestler. That's oh, what I, I, mean, I mean, I get no, any point think, in wrestling. Sorry, I, I, wrestling. I think NWO. I think NWO. They were the ones who kind of like kicked off the war. Yeah, you know what I mean. They made it cool to be bad guys. Yeah, like I feel DX was always like you, I don't um, give a like I don't give a crap about anything type of type of yeah. Way. And then DX started doing basically the same thing, but yeah. I don't feel like it was to the extent that NWO was doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like let's do our own different group that like. Yeah, because at that. Oh, yeah, because yeah. at that time WWF had like, it was gang warfare. Yeah. You had Nation, you had DX, you had yeah. Los Boricos, uh, Boricos. You had um. Oh my God! I can't even think of the biker gang right now. I can't even ministry? think of their name. No, that was that was, was also bike- Taker Ministry. Yeah. Um, fuck, I can't what think of I their name. Whatever. Yeah, um, there was a whole bunch of groups, Fraction, yeah. right? So DX, you either loved them or you hated them, right? Yeah. yeah. But you had other options. NWO, you either loved them or you hated them, but they still entertained you. Yeah, I mean, and they still got heat. Yeah. It DX day, was it, more yeah. like between. They were yeah. heel sometimes, baby face sometimes. It was depending on the situation. And yeah, I think you're right. I think I was gonna say that they're more the entertainment part of group yeah. as opposed to NWO where like the like they, they didn't really do much besides be the bad guys. It was yeah. just the three of them. And then X Pac, so four of them. Yeah. Which shout out to X Pac, the original blogger when you yeah. have <laughs> Coming out with the video camera, videotape, and everything. The original. And he was, he was, he was the matches. original Brandon. He was yeah. the original Brandon. It's crazy um, to think about. Like, he was, like I said, he was in he was in both groups. Like he was in yeah. DX and in NWO. And was he, he was. In, he, was he like well, in both? Like how was like he was in WCW first, then moved over to yeah. DX. Well, he was in WWF, made the jump to WCW, then went back because he was part of the clique. Yeah. Um He went with Horn Nash. But then got released by WCW. Ah, okay. Then the night after WrestleMania 14, the same night that Stone Cold came out with the belt, Sean left WWF, which we'll get into a conspiracy I have later on with (laughs) Sean that people don't think about. But But you thought about it. You thought about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not the only one that that has thought about it. Um, so yeah, he joined back. They were like, "Oh, you 
the famous line, you look to your blood, you look to your family, you look to the click. And then yeah. X-Pac came out. And that was like, whoa, like, that was their first, like, fire at WCW. Yeah. Because it was like, all right, now, now it's game time. You know what I yeah. mean? But even that DX, when people talk about it, that, um, yes, they were entertaining. Yes, it was dope. Um, But I don't know if they had the same impact. Because I grew up on DX. Yeah, yeah. Grew up on DX. Love DX. But I don't know if they had the same impact as the NWO. But the reason why I, I, I asked that is because, like, I feel like with a lot of I'm looking at it towards of like, you know, what because I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if people made the argument for both, in my yeah. opinion, because I wasn't around wrestling fan. I don't think I was around when when in general, <laughs> when the NWO became yeah, I, but like I, weren't around I, either. I wasn't around for NWO. Yeah. I caught I caught um but the tail I caught DX ninety nine two thousand. That's okay. why I grew up on that 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 DX when Triple H was already a champion. Yeah, yeah. Now then that's when they were making noise. But again, WCW was already losing the war. Like NWO wasn't what NWO was. NWO was now NWO Black and Silver or whatever they call it. I think it was NWO 2000 they called themselves. Okay. And it was Jeff Jarrett, Bret Hart. It was Kevin Nash. It was a weird-ass group. Wasn't it the Wolfpack, too? Wasn't that, like, after everything? That, that was that was before. Before, That was okay. when Hogan was still champion. That was, like, 97, 98 Wolfpack. Yeah, okay. Because I was going to say, like, there's... Because they did the same... They Bullet Club took the same storyline with Cody and Kenny arguing. It was Kevin and uh, Hogan. Hogan took Hollywood. Kevin yeah. had Wolfpack. So it was like that. Because I was going to say, like, both, the reason why I say, like, I, I, my opinion, I could be completely wrong. People might be like, I agree with it. But, like, I, the reason why I say, like, people can make an argument with with either one made, being a major impact. Because if you ask... Let me let me see my sides for both. No, if, this if is why I like it because I know that you didn't grow up watching wrestling yeah. till late, and that's why I want to have this conversation because I want to see your point of view. Yeah, that's for my point of view for D for DX. I knew DX yeah. more before NWO. Yeah, of I built. I for me on my top of my head, I don't. I never watched a single episode of anything that yeah NWO was part of. Gotcha. But the thing was for DX, like as you said before, like DX entertaining. If you ask like someone who's not a wrestling fan, I guarantee you they'll probably say DX before NWO. Like, oh, I used to watch DX. And what about NWO? Oh, I probably didn't catch them or something. I don't know. But if you ask a non-wrestling fan, and that might sound like a dumb argument, dumb reasoning, dumb reasoning, but like when if you ask people, I think DX will pop up first, maybe because it was more recent than NWO. But I think And it was uh it was around more. Yeah, they kept they kept bringing it up. If you remember the 06 reunion, if you remember the raw, was it the 1000 episode that they all came out? Well, whatever whatever episode that was that they came on the the 25th anniversary was that the one with the Manhattan the Manhattan Center? No, not that one. There was one that they all came out on a tank. I think it was raw 1000. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think, or maybe 20th anniversary. I can't remember where it was, but they all came out. I think it was a big moment. But yeah, I feel you. I yeah, because like speaking of that as well, like that as well. You know how many every single anniversary show requires DX. When I mean, rest in peace, Scott Hall. 
But like before his passing, when was the last time you've seen an NWO reunion besides the Hall of Fame? But again, that's I know, I know it's I know it's a WCW thing. I understand. WCW. And Vince, that's not Vince's yeah, creation. Yeah, exactly. So same I, way I understand why, that. Same way I feel that the indie guys that come in don't get um like the shine that they deserve is because not, Vince looks at them oh, yeah. like I didn't create you, homie. Ro- yeah. I created Roman. I created exactly. Cena. I kind of created Rollins. So they're going to yeah. get the spotlight before you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I get like, why, why I, they don't that's, shine. That's or, I, yeah. yeah. So I get why they don't really put shine on NWO because of that. Mm-hmm. But like, you also, like, in terms of like wrestling wrestlers in general, you hear the stories from these wrestlers growing up and they say, like, oh, I used to do the DX chop in school and get in trouble. You don't hear them say, "Oh, I used to do too sweet every second. And you know, nah, you hear, bro. You I hear not, it. I, I hear you more just got, DX chops more you, than the, you gotta the stop watching the the specials. You gotta yeah. go watch uh, some WCW docu- documentaries. I may that was a big thing. The too sweet. The big yeah, it was too sweet. I'm not saying it wasn't. I met a couple like, people that own NWO shirts that don't even know wrestling. And yeah, I'm like, I mean, oh, yeah, I was gonna bring that up too. I was gonna. There's a lot of things like that, but I think. Like how I look at it is before NWO being a bad guy was cool. Uh, nah, it was it sucked. They oh, before and uh, before, yeah, yeah, before, before NWO, yeah. When they did it, then it became like maybe I'll be a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? If you look at all the older wrestlers, nobody grew up and said, I wanna be a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have those yeah. that, and then there's the different generations because you have the guys like Punk and all those guys in that generation that watched Piper. And they're like, I want to be Piper. I want to be that heel. But then that was also a heel that was hated. Now you have yeah. people that say, yo, I want to be Scott Hall. I want to be a heel, but be light and be cool with it. Yeah, It's kind of how the Miz is. He's a heel. It's cool. It's yeah. cool here. And you either love him or you hate him. You know what I mean? There's no in between. There's no like, ah, Mrs. I. It's either you love him or you hate him. And same thing with MJF. Like, you love to yeah, hate him. And exactly. he's comfortable doing it. Exactly. And he's comfortable. With I it. just feel that they've had so much, um, so much more of an effect in that way of doing the heel thing, bringing up WCW. Nobody was watching. Nobody was. Like, not nobody, but, like, they weren't getting the numbers they were before Outsiders got there, before NWO started forming. Then, and also, WCW had a couple groups, but there was no powerhouse group. Same way in WWF. I don't think DX ever, DX. At some point, they were. They were the only only, group. They were the only group. It wasn't that they became the powerhouse, though. It was still... It was still the uh, ministry, like in the back, chilling and Nation, stuff. Nation domination was, but like kinda, kinda when, there, but... when it got the, f- who was it? It was four, right? I'm not bugging, right? Yeah, four. Yeah, just yeah, no yeah. Xbox, no China. Yeah, or was it? Yeah. No, I'm saying when they when it became Triple H, Xbox, and the Outlaws. That's when they were on top because there was no okay, other. Group. Yeah, yeah. There was no other faction. You would have little factions, but not nothing crazy. You had like um the job squad. Yeah. 
who's That's okay. Come on, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you had yeah. the corporation, which yeah. was just Vince, Rock, Shane, and Shane wasn't even fighting at the time, and then like just a whole bunch of just heels. Yeah. It wasn't like ah. It was more just DX was around. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that was my that's just my opinion. I don't think DX had the same effect that NWO had. Not saying DX had no effect. Yeah. Because of course. Because I grew up on it. Yeah, you mentioned like I got DX toys, I got the glasses. I I was saying suck it in class. I was getting in trouble. Come on. Yeah. And it's like you you did mention like they do like even till this day, you, you see people having some sort of like type of merch related to nwo whether whether it's the actual nwo logo or like another three letter that we have you told me you've never watched yeah a nitro I mean, and we got yeah, NWO watched, merch. Had, exactly you know I mean? it's just the effect they had exactly and it's like it was cool if you if you go if you <laughs> it go, was cool if you go to any wrestling event i guarantee you can grab like a handful you're, of people of brand you're gonna find an nwo shirt exactly more than dx i get like, i haven't yeah. seen a, Personally. You'll find you'll find NWO and Bullet Club shirts. Exactly. Those are like I'm not trying to shit on DX, but you haven't really seen. When was the last time you seen oh, someone yeah. wear DX? Like, I don't know. You can't really think of one right now, right? Like, yeah. you probably saw one like recently with an NWO shirt on. Yeah, I've seen more recent NWO than the DX shirt. And was and that's what it was. It was I because it was cool. Like you said, it was, it was cool. cool. Just, yeah, it was, it was just, just cool. cool. And I didn't even grow up with it. I watched it. I was like, yo, those there's so many, yeah, there's so, there's cool. so many. Like, oh, shit. I missed out on this. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What did you say that the Bullet Club is like that now? Like, do you think they have the same effect? Now that they did? Now they're getting, um, like, they're, they're getting their groove back now. Yeah. It was a couple years right there after the elite left them in shambles. Because they, I think that whole Wolfpack storyline fucked the Bullet Club up for a couple years. Like that whole elite. Thing? That whole that whole fucking Kenny and the whole Kenny and um Cody thing fucked it up. Like because how? then and then it became because Bullet Club was the whole thing was yo we're outsiders. That's why it's so close to NWO. They're outsiders. If you look at them, none of them were Japanese at the beginning. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was outsiders. We're coming in and getting your money and taking your belts, and we're going back to America, and we're flaunting them around. Yeah. That was the whole, and that's why they were hated. But then also, they were cool as fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it was like it went hand in hand. Then what happened with NWO is what happened with Bullet Club. Now they start getting members, but what Bullet Club did right was as they got rid of a member, they injected a new one. NWO was just like people just coming in left and right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Bullet Club that whole storyline fucked them up because then you had the elite um split up, and they were acting like it was. Two sides, but there was all there was really three sides because then Tam and Tong and the OGs were tight, and then once the elite left, Bullet Club was just a shell of itself. Yeah, it's not till now that's starting to pick up again. I want to say when Jay White took over as the leader, that's when it's that's when it started, and um, he became champion. And he legitimized yeah, yeah. himself. He was cutting promos. 
and all of them were fucking starting to kill it. And everybody was making a difference. They weren't just throwing up a two sweet and taking a one, two, three pin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, now they're finally getting back up there. As yeah, much as people don't want to say it because, oh, your favorite wrestler is not in it anymore, they're fucking coming back up. They are, yeah. Because when it first started, it was it felt like kind of similar to NWO, I would say, is that yeah. they had like a group of wrestling all-stars. Mm-hmm. It and that's what attracted stacked. me. That's exactly. what attracted me. First, I, t- I told the story to you, I think, that I bought the shirt from the Young Bucks at a random show. I think so. no, I don't think so, that one. So I went to ah uh, fuck, I'll say I went to H O G show. Yes, yeah, it. I went to H O G show. Um, this is when I actually went to their shows. Um, and it was at a boxing gym. It was at their old school, and right. the whole card was um for the tag titles. Okay. It was like to crown the first ever House of Glory tag tag team champions. And you had people on the card. You had um, Amazing Red and Mikey Ripwreck. Um, the main event ended up being LAX versus Young Bucks. Okay. Um, Young Bucks won. They were the first ever champions. When they came out, though, they had these dope shirts on. That said Bullet Club. And I was like, yo, that's a dope-ass shirt. Yeah. So I was introduced just by the shirt. Exactly. I was like, oh, shit, that's sick. Yo, it was, it, I forgot what year it was. I went to the show by myself. Might have been like 2015, maybe? 2014? Earlier. I was Early. in high I was in high school, maybe sophomore year. Damn. That so maybe year. like 2013. Okay. Maybe okay. 2013. I was still a sophomore. And I was like, my pops was picking me up after the show. Because it was like a couple blocks from my grandmother's house. And I was like, yo, show's done. But I also need a couple need a couple bucks because I need to buy this shirt. <laughs> so I bought an original Bullet Club shirt on a Hanes like it was was it like t-shirt. a like a was, they were there something that, like I said up a table in like front a, of them yeah, yeah a little merch table oh, yeah. it was a, cool. it was a Hanes t shirt it was a Hanes. Bullet Club on it it wasn't an official like this was Logo. before this was before um New Japan start really pushing them and then all okay. of a sudden they had all this merch so you were there from the beginning you were there since day one. Yeah, I and I got introduced by just a shirt, <laughs> and then so and then um, right after that, I think AJ, like maybe like a couple months later, joined Bullet Club. I was like, "Ooh, this is about to pick up." Yeah, and then that's when it started getting wild, and then it was like Bullet Club everywhere. Bullet Club is killing it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it was just like. Little things like that. Oh, they're cool. Like that's what attracted me. I was like, yo, and but they're also killing it in promos. They're killing it in matches. You know and what I mean? Everywhere. Like they were they were everywhere. Everywhere, bro. Everywhere. Yeah, everybody and everybody in the group was doing something significant. Yeah. I felt like that's how NWO was at the beginning. I feel like at the beginning of DX with Sean and Triple H, it was more like not trying to share on Triple H, but at the time he was, if you like watch it, kind of looks like Shawn Michaels lackey. You know what I mean? It looks like, yeah, he's a he just looks he like, carrying. yeah, he's just the background guy. He's here. Yeah. When I tell a joke, he laughs. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Basically, yeah. that's how it was. <laughs> yeah. Then he got China and then he got the European belt and then 
he started building himself up. Yeah. But at the time, it was just, it was Sean. Sean was DX. Exactly. You know what I mean? Then when Triple H took over, X-Pac came in, the Outlaws came in, but it still took them a little bit of time that the Outlaws started getting the title picture, the tag title picture. Um, X-Pac got into the light heavyweight, right? Light heavyweight? Yeah. Yeah. Before it was the Cruiserweight, the light heavyweight championship storylines. Um, then they like broke up for a while. And they were like doing their they own thing, to, but they, they were still representing together, the book, Bro, uh, they got together the night after WrestleMania 14. And they broke up at WrestleMania 15. Not a but, lot of people talk about that, which yeah. is crazy. Because then they get back together in like yeah. 2000. Sometimes I can't remember when they got back together. But what's crazy is that they, if you think about it, like the first run was only a year. Exactly. And then, but it, po- it it took off quickly though. It was not something oh, that yeah. like, it took you a yeah. while to do, and then it broke up. But yeah, like, it took off quickly. But what happened was, uh, they did it right. Yeah, they did it right. Triple H was on the come up, right? Now exactly. they had to legitimize him. They needed guys to be behind him. X Pac was coming from WCW, so people already knew who he was. Yeah, the Outlaws were already rising up because that night they were fighting. The night that they joined, um. They were in a cage match where I believe Cactus Jack and Terry Funk. So they were already a tag team, like doing Established. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were already doing shit. So, like, they did it that, right. That was, like, that, was that like post Ass Man, Billy Gun? Or is that like. No, this is what? when he became Ass, ass man. man. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, after, that and then after DX, he became like, that's when he got the song. Oh, my ass, man. Shout <laughs> out to that song. What a time. But I'm uh, um, not saying. Like, you see, I show love to DX. Yeah, yeah. I love DX. Me too. I love DX, but it's like... I love DX. It's just like, in the bigger picture of all of it, if you look at... And not also saying that they had no effect, but look in the grand scheme of things. Who had the most effect was NWO. But now also, is that because when they started, all of their guys were legitimate, like, stars already? Maybe. I was, I was going to say, like, it... I was gonna mention that too because like if you had you know Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, Diesel jump right over, yeah, already with Hollywood Hogan, that's already money. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like putting, it's like, it's like. I don't but also, know, that's a I'm, that's a risk because you don't know if Hogan's gonna work. Exactly. Because I was gonna say, I was gonna say like, is he a terms, good heel? I was gonna say like in like current terms, in yeah. current wrestling stuff. Like, it makes sense. Imagine putting like. The shield together now and starting that up now instead of doing it back in 2012. Imagine yeah. how different that would be if yeah. Roman paired Seth Rollins and Moxley. Yeah, that would be a big, a big deal. You oh know? yeah, of course. Because back then they were just three guys who were on the rise. Yeah. And then now they're all stars, big stars. Exactly. So it's like, imagine if they would have started that now. Is that a little risky, or would that be automatically be star power and like the biggest faction right now? I mean, it was risky when they first did it because no one knew what. I mean, yeah, room. I mean, like in, in terms you know of, what like, I mean, but like, yeah. right now, I feel like in the moment right now, I don't think it's so risky because they're all stars. Exactly. Now it's like now it'd be like, um, let me think. I don't know because Mox does heel and babyface, but yeah, maybe turning Mox heel again is kind of tough. It I don't kinda know. Kind of gives the the like, he does it work. I'm not saying he pres- like he is a heel, but he kind of presents himself off. He doesn't really do much. I think like he 
So, like, in, in terms of when he does promos, all, someone else does a promo like Regal Danielson with the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. And he's just there walking around doing stuff, but that's pretty much it. That's his character. Yeah. He just does character. dirty work and yeah. he just goes at you when he cuts a promo. Yeah. Like, Eddie Kingston, he goes in on a promo, but he's a babyface and people love it. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can love what he says, but he just doesn't care about a lot of things. I don't think he really cares that he is a baby face or not. <laughs> he's just like, he just goes out there to beat people up. That's really, really all he's there for. Yeah. And that's what Moxie kind of is too, in my opinion. He's just there to beat people up. Oh, it doesn't exactly. really matter if he's a healer or not. If people love him, yeah. cool. If people don't, cool. But I think he can work out well with that. Like You don't really need him to be the mouthpiece. You may need Seth as the mouthpiece because he can actually go in and talk. Yeah. So does Roman. So Mox just be that guy to just go out there and be pull up. But anyways, this is a different. Yeah, Roman doesn't need, yeah. need a mic. Thank God yeah. they put the put him Paul with him because, yeah. wow, that yeah. shit. Him as a heel. This is my yard. Get the it's fuck the out of here. That shit's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. Is it? He was him doing the fucking. This is my yard shit. Da 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 da. Kind of the same promo like, every I, I week. I can tell you what. I can tell you what he's Cody's gonna say shit. on SmackDown this week. I can literally tell you word for word what he's gonna say. Yeah. He's like yeah. insert state here acknowledge me, <laughs> and then yeah, it's the same yeah, thing. Every facts. Week. It's a fact. And then like um, the reason why I. Like, to switch off a little bit again, but the reason why I mentioned the Bullet Club now is because not just of the hand gesture, but like they—they're like, like the said, closest they had, thing. They're yeah, because the they—they had the star power for a bit. Like for me, trying to get into other companies, I wasn't really too sure who were the Japanese people were. Yeah. So it was like it was just Jay White, um, you know, the Good Brothers, uh, Girls of Destiny, then just Japanese guys that I'm not really too familiar with. Some of them were OGs, yeah. but like. I wasn't really too familiar with. Gotcha. But then they started other like, introducing like, you know, Chris Bay, who I've known before, Ace Austin, who I've known before. Young guys, like, as opposed to now and then, they had the star power introduced already. Yeah. And then you had like now you bringing the younger guys in, including a little bit of star power. Like you exactly. br- they brought in Juice Robinson, who was an amazing fit for the group. I'm surprised they waited this long to bring oh, him yeah. to the group. But you have veterans who've been in the, in, the, in the game for a while, some OGs and then some up and comers. So I think they have a mix of everything in their group right now, which is working for them. And that's why it's working. Yeah, and that's I, why I think it's working. You have your eyes on everything. You have your eyes on Juice Robinson and Jay White in New Japan. You have, you know, Good Brothers, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, and Impact. You may see them other. We saw, you know, Forbidden Door. Yeah, you've seen them here and there. Um, so it's like you get to see them in different places. So if you're not watching a New Japan product, you see them in at least an Impact in, in one Impact, of the U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah, companies. So I think that's they're expanding. That's what I loved about them from the beginning. They're not just located in one company. It's it's different places, and it's been like mm-hmm. that since day one for them. Yeah. And that's that, that's the cool part about Bullet yeah. Club that you could see them anywhere. You could see them Ring of Honor. Like back in the day, they were yeah. the Ring of Honor group. They were also doing indie shows. You know what I mean? So PWG exactly there. It was dope as hell. And at the beginning, like you said, that was a mix. That was a mix because okay, AJ's a star. The Young Bucks are still on the rise, though. Yeah, the, yeah, they were still on the you rise. Know what I mean? Yeah. You had um, the Good Brothers, which I remember the first time I was like, oh, shit. 
Luke Gallows is in this group? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a surprise to me like, too. Was that's like, where he went. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh shit, he went to Japan. And like, they were, I think they were already made that tag team. Like, the Good Brothers were already like... A thing. Not like a thing, but like, they were cemented as like, they were they were a solidified tag team. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Bucks were still earning their stripes. Yeah. Now, when we talk about the Bullet Club where I talked about them doing the Wolfpack storyline with the Elite, there was too much star power. And that's what hurt NWO at the beginning. And I always said, um, I said this back in the day. I'll say it now. Um, I like Cody. I know I shit on him a lot. But I always said that he was jealous of Omega because of what, like, yeah, it was storyline, but I think he actually felt that way because of just the reaction Omega would get. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the love and reaction Omega would get. What, what what was he expecting? You you go into the Japan where he's the most one of the most loved people there. Yeah, but you what, feel, what is he jealous? But you of? feel that you could try to change it. You think you could try to change it, and when it doesn't happen, it's kind of deflating. I guess, I guess that's where he started. You know what being I mean? dramatic. <laughs> I guess it's very maybe I don't know. I don't know, but it could be a this thing for that. But I've always felt that that storyline was a little personal with yeah. that shit. And because it was so many stars, the Bucks were already solidified. Kenny was there. Paige was Paige was on the rise. But everybody in Bullet Club in Japan was already solidified. And it was just like, now you just have a powerhouse that has no group to go up against. Yeah, you could tease it with chaos and all this other shit. Yeah. You know they're going to come out on top just because of the talent they have. Exactly. And that's what happened with NWO. They got too much power, too much star power. It was cool at the beginning with the three of them. Bischoff turned. It was cool. They got DiBiase as a mouthpiece. They added, uh, they added um, six. Then they started adding all these other dudes that just became just, whoa, like, this is too much happening yeah. all at once. Yeah, it was still a cool thing. They had to do the Wolfpack storyline. Yeah. Bullet Club didn't have to do it. They didn't have to. Yeah. Even though we saw the seeds being, even when I saw the seeds being, like, planted, planted I was like, if they fucking do this shit, this is going to be stupid. And because of the way this storyline went, it was just... It was bad. But that's yeah. what killed Bullet Club for a little bit. And that's what ended up killing NWO because it was just too much. You know what I mean? It was too much happening. And then they became too overpowered. And then it just started getting it started getting boring. It, getting it was still cool. It was still getting reactions, but then it started getting boring. And then people were like, what else is there to watch? Yeah, you know what I mean. I kind of feel like WCW kind of killed themselves. It wasn't, you know what I mean. Like they helped. It wasn't that WWF did nothing. It was just that they just added on by like just doing shit till the end and like not changing it, not uh, progressing, and just doing the same shit over and over again. That just, I don't know, just didn't work out. Yeah, yeah I, that's why I wanted to talk with you about this because I knew you would have a different perspective. Because, I mean, cause, yeah, because I wasn't really around for both. Like, I can't yeah. really say, well, a little bit for DX, but I can't really, from the outside looking in. Yeah. That's what I think. I just 
I, you can say that like, you know, and I, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like there's two different groups that had different impacts towards wrestling. Yeah, it's kind of but... like it's kind of like when people argue who had a more impact. Even though I still say this, uh, this, this question is stupid. But it was like who has the most, who had a more impact, Stone Cold or The Rock? Stone... Who, who would you say? I would say Stone Cold. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. people tell me The Rock. I mean, and it's like. It's I, I would say eh, the rock after he left WWE, yeah, maybe, but eh, yeah, more still Stone Cold because of his wrestling and what he did with the company. Bro, the Rock Stone wasn't there for Cold, that. Yo, Stone Cold was the fucking man. I saw he I was, saw something the other day. It was like Wait, what happened? I saw I heard something the other day. I was like, it's crazy to think about. AJ Styles was in WWE, has been has been in WWE. Longer than The Rock has ever been in WWE. Yeah, and it's crazy. The Rock was there what ninety six to 03? Yeah, like seven oh two years. I think oh two. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think AJ surpassed that. He's also six years. And it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Rock. I'm always iffy on The Rock. I love The Rock. I yeah. love The Rock. But if you're picking The Rock over Austin, you're crazy. Just but recently biased. Yeah. <laughs> recently. You're it's recency sm- biased. You're smoking something crazy, and you're, you're drinking too much Stone Steve Austin's IPA. <laughs> yeah, facts. You're yeah. walling because if you think The Rock is better than Stone Cold, and I mean overall, yeah, yeah, he has the little catchphrases. So does Stone Cold though? The fuck? Like, invented- oh, yeah, but but Stone, but the the Rock on the mic. What's funny as hell, do you not remember when Stone Cold had a broken neck and was his only job was to sit backstage and cut promos? And that's when we saw the comedic gold of Stone yeah. Cold. Him with yeah, Kurt, you, you him speak. playing his guitar, him, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like him fucking with Vince still. It was just like, but yeah, on the mics, The Rock was one Out of the best. Of it, yeah. But Stone Cold wasn't far behind. You know what I mean? It wasn't far yeah. behind. People make it seem like Stone Cold couldn't talk. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he, The Rock may have started. Yes. I'll give him the starting SmackDown type of thing. I guess people say impact in terms of that. But And also, people want. No one knows about. Like, nobody really shines this either. They're just like, oh, yeah, we started. We started uh, SmackDown. No one, it, only, no. You know why they started SmackDown? Because WCW had Thunder already. And they were like, you know what? We want to go up against them. Yeah. Yes, when they man. were already beating them. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. like. But I do give him that. A show named after him was dope as hell. But yeah. that's why I was talking about before. That's why I hate when people like when they shitted on Austin when he walked out. Um, What was that? O2 because of the Brock thing. We've talked about it. Yeah. That he walked out. I feel like that was fucked up. Feel Vince, this man is one of the major reasons, if not the well. top reason, the top reason why you beat WCW. Exactly. Because if you look at it, if you could go in the street, go to the, in the street and you'd be like, yo, give me a hell yeah. What they going to do? Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Do this. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people know it. People and know it. They know the sauna. They know all this shit. So, like, he was, he was, I think he was the top reason. And the number two was the loyalty of their guys, like Undertaker. You know what yeah. I mean? Because Undertaker. We wouldn't leave. You didn't want to go. Shit. Yeah, he was still killing shit. And then the rise of Triple H. But that didn't really happen until after they were already beating um, WCW. So, like, I still count it. But, like, it's not as effective as Stone Cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Stone Cold and the Rock rivalry, I think, is one of the main reasons why they beat um, WCW overall. Yeah. But then, of course, you got to add in building up the tag teams, getting the women in. You know what I mean? Everybody having a storyline, not just the main event. So, like, a lot of things went into it. But I say the top reason is Stone Cold Steve Austin. You said you had a Shawn Michaels conspiracy theory that we ooh, never. Ooh, ooh. Let's never talk about. It. You want me? You want me to get into this? Go on your go on your rant. I'll allow you to go like on a rant. This is a conspiracy, guys. So don't be like, oh, <laughs> Joel's crazy. Um, this is the same way that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall believe that the Montreal screw job was fake. Have you ever heard that? No, I've not heard They that. think it's fake. Makes what, sense. Why? And and it kind of makes sense. Why, what Vince say? couldn't pay Brett, so Brett had to go to WCW. They said, I, right, you know what? So, like, the whole Montreal screw job was fake. This is what yeah. they say, right? Which, when they talked about it, I was like, I don't. Kind of makes, yeah, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, Vince had, I believe it was a 20 year contract with Brett, which would have had Brett signed till 2016 or 2017, whatever. Damn. He couldn't pay him the money. So, he said, take the WCW deal. Now Brett was still champion, right? Yeah. How do you help this guy out? Right? So now you're going to be... They look at it as they were helping both shows out. Because now you're going to leave with people feeling sympathy for you. We're going to get heat, but people are going to want to watch Raw tomorrow. We're going to build Vince as a character now. You know what I mean? All this stuff. Because I always never noticed it till they said it. And they were like, also, why did they show Brett like going crazy and then zoom in when he does WCW? Why zoom in on him when he does that? Why not cut to black before he yeah. even starts getting when he spit on Vince and Vince left ringside? Should have went to black. It didn't. It didn't. So now this helps Brett because now he's got sympathy. People online knows his contract ends the 15th. The 15th is a Monday night. Wouldn't he show up that night? Yeah. What happens December 15th? He shows up on, on Nitro. I've never looked it up about the ratings, but I bet the ratings were high as fuck. Yeah. With people anticipating it. Yeah. And them just saying it's money in both. So now you, WCW gets Brett as a, on fire. Because now people feel bad for him. People also love Brett. You know what I yeah. mean? WWE fans were fucking tight. But now he's in WCW. That's a win for WCW because now 
you could do whatever with him. You could put him in the main event right <laughs> yeah. away yeah. because he's got all this, you know what I mean, all this built up. So when they broke it down like that, I was like, holy shit, that makes sense. And then Vince was like, yo, Brett, you get paid by WCW. You still get paid. But also, you're helping me out because now I get to build my character. I get to build Sean up as a major heel. It makes fucking sense. Now, yeah, I kind of see it how makes it goes. Sense, yeah, right? I, Not saying I believe it, but it makes sense. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. You're not like a firm sense. believer of it, but you, you kind of understand why people would do yeah. that. Yeah. Now, the Shawn Michaels conspiracy that I believe. Um, Shawn never got hurt. Like how? Like what? What do you? So in ninety in, in Royal Rumble ninety eight, that's where he hurt his back, his lower yeah. back. For carrying the company. Oh, right. <laughs> he for hurt care. his back, right? Undertaker threw him over the rope. I don't know if yeah. you ever seen the clip. I think he so. hits the back of the of the casket. That was at the Royal Rumble. I think I've seen that one. Right? He loses the belt. WrestleMania 98. He's gone. He's off TV. He comes back as like commissioner, stuff like that. Comes back to wrestle in 2002. What year did he retire? 2010. Right? Takes a while, right? I'm not even sure if that's the right year, but I'm going to say it is. Fuck it, yeah. 2010. I'm going to say that's right. I believe that's right. Yeah, that's 2060. Yeah, that's 2010. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we're going to go with it. <laughs> that means he wrestled from 02 to 2010. Right? Chilling. He got clean. His doc, he said he prayed one night. The next morning, his back was amazing, which I believe in God and all that. Shout out. I don't know how true that is, though. My conspiracy is Sean didn't want to wrestle for the WWF no more. Sean wanted to jump ship. He wanted a fake an injury. Vince or faked it. Vince, Vince said, you know what? Instead of you jumping ship and not wrestling for me no more, stay home. I'll pay you while you stay home. Right? Ooh. I'll pay you. Just stay home. Don't go to the other company. But I'll pay you just to stay home and chill. Got bored, came to do a little do a little comeback. You know what I mean? Do his little commissioner thing. Then went back home. And they always say, oh, he stopped being commissioner. Because one day Vince saw that he was mad high or whatever. Then he just got <laughs> tired of it. And he said, fuck it. I'm going back home. I don't like the travel and shit. When did he come back? Do you know when Sean came back to wrestle? Mm, was it 2004? 02. SummerSlam 02. Okay. I was off. Okay. <laughs> right? SummerSlam yeah. 02. But the story goes... That Triple H was supposed to fight Sean at WrestleMania 17. Why would he return at WrestleMania 17? What happened the Monday before WrestleMania 17? Do you know or not? No, I don't know. So, greatest going home episode of WrestleMania ever. That's the episode of It Might Say McMahon on the Contract. But it says Shane McMahon. He bought WCW the going home Monday night. 
So he already knew he was going to buy WCW. That's why Sean was in the plans. But then they never say what happened. Sean just didn't do it. They blame it again. Oh, he was high. Now, there's no other company for you to yeah. go to. There's no other. Now you're bored at home. Yeah. Now, now you have to go back to work. Your boys are going to be on their way to WWE in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? WO's coming back for a little bit. What do you do? Fuck it. I'll come back and wrestle. Damn. That's my conspiracy. I think that, he they should make a documentary then, on I this think, episode. I think Vince <laughs> paid him to stay home. Okay. I, they should make a documentary. Facts. Again, WWE won the war. So they would never tell that story. Even if it was yeah. true. I'm not yeah. saying... I'm just saying this is a conspiracy. Not saying I believe it 100%, but it makes sense. There's got, there's Especially gotta, the time that he left Yeah, was when they weren't doing shit. They were still losing. And when he came back was right after they won. And now there's no other company for you to wrestle at. There's nothing, for, right, there's nothing else for you to do. And now your homies are about to come back. Exactly. It makes got, sense. Yeah, it does make sense. You know what I mean? I love conspiracies, man. We gotta we gotta do an episode on conspiracy theories. Oh, That'd conspiracy cool. theories and wrestling. We got a whole Yo, bunch. We got a there's home. a bunch of the- there's a bunch that are crazy. Like there's a go, there's, yo, a, there's if a you go is this so crazy web, that there's a money in the bank winner of bro. theory? Get it? Uh huh. <laughs> theory. You can fucking tight. Theory. <laughs> yo, you can be tight. But yo, if you go deep yeah. onto the net. If you go down the YouTube rabbit hole, there's a whole bunch. You will find a bunch of conspiracies. Because, of course, the top one is the Stephanie McMahon and Randy Savage one, which you've probably heard. I've, yeah, probably heard of. Yeah. And then there's a bunch. But those are, they're always talked about. Like you could watch a Cultaholic video, they probably have top 10, whatever. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You could go down deeper into the rabbit hole. And There's find something. all these conspiracies that be like, hmm, holy shit, that's crazy. One of the biggest ones, I believe, shout out my son Kevin Sullivan, but that's all I'm going to say. We've talked about this off air. I think so. The Kevin Sullivan conspiracy theory. I think so, yeah. Do you, you know which one I'm talking about? I, I think so. I feel like we talked about it recently, right? With the Wolverine? Like with, with the what? With the Wolverine. With the Wolverine? With the Wolverine? I don't think you told me this. I, I never Wolverine, ever Kevin So the story goes the Wolverine killed his family and himself. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want Kevin Sullivan coming after me, homie. I'm not trying to yeah, tell yeah, the whole story. But yeah, Kevin Sullivan conspiracy theory. I one that's one conspiracy theory one hundred percent agree with. <laughs> I'm like, yo, facts. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yo, you can find a bunch. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to Sean, and if he did end up sitting at home, good for him because he fucking hoard out fucking Vince for that money, and did nothing. Homie sat on his couch <laughs> yeah. and was getting paid. Imagine that. What? Don't have to get up from your, from your He's house. He's a fucking man if he if he was if he able to that, pull yeah. that shit off. <laughs> what? Yeah. It sounds uh. like a crazy ass story, but it makes sense. And that's like, yo, if he did that, what a g ass yeah. move. Imagine if he did leave though. Imagine that. Well, if you jumped, if you jumped, yeah, it would have been crazy. 
WCW would it would have got it would have fucking skyrocketed. Oh, of course. Of because course. imagine what they could have done with him. Of course. Imagine what they could have done with that him. That would have been insane. That would have been what? insane. Sean and Brett again? Oh my god. What? <laughs> then they would have definitely capitalized on that somehow with like the Hell whole Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They would have put him in WO, NWO versus WCW, the same storyline. And Brett is representing WCW. Yeah. Makes sense. It would be dope as hell. Like, at the end of that documentary, what really, uh like, hit me that I was like, oh, shit, they're right. They closed it out with the line. I forgot who said it. And they were like, yo, for the next 10 years, they could have done a Brett and Sean match. And it would have been the best match, like, of the year. And you what's also, crazy you also is think it's of a like, fact. You also got to think, like, what if, like, Brett got that 20-year deal? What looks different? What, what looks different? Everything. Everything, right? You said up to 2017, right? Obviously, he wouldn't have been wrestling. But imagine you see him on, on screen week what? to week. Well, we got robbed of the rest of his career because he got injured by Goldberg. I mean, yeah, 99. but, like, let's say, like... So who, uh, so who knows... Look at Jericho. He's still wrestling. Who knows how true. long he would have went? That is true. You know what I mean? Right now, he's in the 60s. I wouldn't want to see him back in the... I mean, not, not, not shit on oh, him. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, but, like, say if, like, 10 it. years ago, maybe... Brett versus or... Cena? Brett versus Randy Orton? Batista? <laughs> the list goes on and on. You yeah, know I what I mean? Go, yeah, I can the go on The list goes on and on. Yeah. Then you get Brett versus Stone Cold. You could, now Stone Cold got the belt. Now you could do a craziest storyline with them too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. WrestleMania in Canada. Oh, that would have happened. Brett versus so Stone cool. Cold main event. That would have been Come so on, cool. you could have did so much shit. But so it was much. just I don't know why he offered him that deal if he couldn't pay him. I'll never understand that. Was it just to show off, like, yo, I got it, and then you had to back out of it, like, because he couldn't. I guess he couldn't keep his promise, or like not keep his that, promise. Well, that's what like, he, he said. He was like, I can't pay you that. Yeah, like then, I was like, homie, you, then why... he just said something that like he knew yeah. he couldn't do. Yeah, like why even why, yeah. offer it? Exactly, because WCW was offering OD. Offer something more realistic, at least. Yeah. It's better saying, oh, twenty years or whatever million. Because I feel like Brett said the same thing. Like he was like, yo, I just wanted to. Like WCW sent a crazy offer, but I just wanted him to at least get like around the ballpark. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was bro was one of the top guys. He was. He was the champ. Was, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he was the top guy. You know he what was I mean? The top guy. That's yeah. like Roman saying, Yo, AEW's offering me this, and Vince is like, Yo, I can't pay you. Twenty years. You know what I mean? Like, I can't pay yeah. you. Sorry. And yeah. we gotta take the belt off of you. He's the top star right now. Exactly. What? That's why, like, it's crazy, bro. But it yeah, is. It, that whole time, that whole time, attitude era. But yeah, now back to the main back. topic. <laughs> yeah. Back to the main topic. DX and NWO both had their fair share of influence. In my opinion, I just feel like NWO had more of an influence on uh wrestling in general. Yeah, I think I don't think DX everybody's gotta did. have the different opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I don't think DX didn't have 
an no, impact. yeah, of course. I think I think, I think WWE just uh, plays it up because they're able to. Yeah, you know what I mean. How, how, like how much? I mean, they're they're impactful for different reasons, like we said before. Yeah, it's not like they were the same. If they were like, if they were, if DX was like the the two point version of of NWO, that would have been a different story. Yeah, if that would have been a different conversation. If they would have copied them, like. Three for guys. everything they did, yeah. it would have been it would have been like you know what you're trying to do. Uh, yeah. Like, but it was cool that they kind of changed up a little bit. What was different was WW DX did the opposite. They were against the authority. Yeah. Somehow NWO got the authority with them with Eric Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was just a crazy time. There's times I look back and I'm like, yo. I grew up with like cool wrestling, but yeah. like being that time, like being that time as a teenager, going into school the next day and be like, yo, did y'all fucking see Raw <laughs> last night? Did y'all see Nitro? Yeah. Nah, exactly. homie, I was cool. watching Raw. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like oh, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. It's like, yo, that time must have been crazy was, to be yeah. a wrestling fan. Yeah. Like, I, I got the end of it, but like, I was in what preschool? No. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on. If yeah. you were watching that in preschool, like I think your no, teachers would call your parents and be like, bro, "What are you showing your kids?" Bro, what's crazy? I tell my parents that all the time. I'm, I like watch old episodes. I'm like, "How does let me watch? Y'all let me watch this, yeah, let me watch like, this yeah. shit." Like, yeah, it's a Godfather. The got whole the train. <laughs> I had, I knew the whole catchphrase of roll, roll fatty for this pimp daddy. Come on, what? <laughs> I was uh, five. What am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, like I was five. He used to have like, like Vince McMahon, like literally showing his ass on screen. Yeah. Like what the fuck are we watching a kid saying? Rikishi. Like that's a whole different story. Hot lesbian action. HLA. You, they had tag team called HL, the lesbian. Yo, HLA. What a yeah. time. That shit was, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yeah. I was like, I'm watching it. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> I'm watching it. Fuck it. My, and what happened was, I just started watching it because my dad used to watch it. So, yeah. and my dad had me. What's crazy is, at my age. So, like that's like if I have a kid right now. Oh hell yeah, I watch wrestling <laughs> every day, homie. Of course he's gonna get into it. Uh, of course, you know yeah, I mean? of course. Yeah, so it was like that's getting into it no matter. Cool. I'm making him yeah. get into it. So, facts or not? But yeah, um, uh-huh. that's what's crazy about it because I always think that I'm like, yo, how the fuck did I get into it? And then it's always that. Like my dad was like, I just used to watch it. And that's how you got into it. And then you start watching it on yourself. I started losing interest and you just kept watching it. I'm like, hmm, that's crazy. And then Twenty years. But that's later, it. You're but what's crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Facts where I just talk shit. Yeah. Talk conspiracy <laughs> theories. Shawn Michael, you wasn't injured all yeah. week. <laughs> He's gonna find us on social media. You lied to us. You <laughs> lied to us. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna be like this. This, this episode's gonna get taken down. Watch on YouTube. It's gonna be like WWE took that shit. <laughs> they copyrighted this because they yeah, fucking cease and desist. Yeah, yeah. Tell can't talk about have, it at all. Don't you ever talk about that again? <laughs> yeah, they know something that we don't. Like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> was it true, homie? Yo, <laughs> if I was ever lucky enough to get that interview, I would probably, I would probably risk it. If I ever got a Sean interview. Oh, yeah. I would risk it. That would be the first question I ask. I'd be like, yo, homie. What were you doing in during those years? <laughs> were you injured? 
or did or is the conspiracy that you sat out true? Don't, don't I just want to know. Say that you like, just ask him like, "Yo, were you injured? Tell me." Just <laughs> my homie, you it's it's more than twenty years later. Exactly, you like, can tell the truth now. No on, one's homie. here to listen. No recording. Yeah. Anything. What was it? Twenty four years, homie. Yeah, you could say it now. <laughs> yeah, and people will probably be like, "Nice, he fucking nice. got away with it." You know, yeah. people will have the same reaction I do. Yeah. yeah. But like, yo, that was, that was a fucking G ass thing you did. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Wallin', bro. Um, um yeah, I, was I like, guess I was, I was, well, was, was going to say, well, for that topic, but into a new one before we dip, um, a dub. So they're going to announce the, the details for all out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't when, know when you're putting this. I think Friday, right? You're putting this. Yeah, off? it should be after. It should be after AW because this is before. This is on Tuesday night. We're recording this now. You think they're gonna change Chicago? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I I hope not. But they just did Forbidden Door in Chicago. But I so I understand why. You know what I mean? And they said that they want Double or Nothing to stay in, in Las Vegas. Vegas. But I don't even look at Double or, no- or Nothing as I look at Double or Nothing as like a Royal Rumble SummerSlam. Yeah. All Out will always be the mania. All Out will always be their big could, show. It could be an it, that I can think slide they, for a different location. I think they should start changing locations. Yeah. They got and, they always do it. I mean, they did all in. That was cool. Yeah. Last year, CM Punk competed. That was cool. He got his moment. Yeah. They can always go back to Chicago at any point. They can always do Forbidden Door again in Chicago. Yeah. We can, they can change location for one time. So what's crazy is they haven't announced a location for um the Dynamite and Rampage that week, like the week of all They out. haven't. I didn't realize no. that. I but didn't realize they that. did release the ones for the week after. That which yeah. is in Buffalo, Buffalo, yeah, or in Rochester, whatever it is. The, yeah, um, that's far from Chicago. Usually yeah. they do a close, you know what I mean? City, yeah, close city. Um, I think what would be cool, I don't know. Well, we'll see when this comes out, but um, when they announce it, I think it would be cool. They haven't hit Canada yet. And Canada's That's what right I, I've been there. hearing. I've been hearing Canada. I think I've been hearing Canada as one of their like potential locations for a show in general. And I think that's maybe where Omega returns. Yeah. And his home country. <laughs> that place would go nuts. nuts. The crowd is already crazy in Canada. Yeah, the crowds are all insane. Which is crazy. Like yeah. I've never noticed the Canada crowd. If, if y'all, if y'all think that the US has a crazy audience, you have to go to different countries. Yeah. I think yeah. different countries take it more, way more serious than we do. Yeah, I never noticed until uh, NXT went to Canada, and yeah. that place was wild. It was like, insane. Oh, shit. It went there, aren't crazy. there um, FTR from Canada? Maybe they're not. I'm not sure. But I think they're from uh, Canada, aren't they? Ooh, they might be. I, I could have sworn they I know they're Canada. cool. I know they're cool with Edge. Yeah, that's why I thought. Like, ooh, he's let's see. FTR, where are they from? That isn't what the, isn't that when they won the tag titles in Takeover Canada? Oh, you might be right. You might be Actually, right. No, no, no. I don't well, remember. One of them is from, honest, from but... North Carolina. Yeah, they're both from North Carolina. Never mind. Yeah, completely wrong. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So I thought they were from Canada. I could have sworn they were from Canada. Why one not. of them? Why says Mexico for one of them? <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, 
I went on um, Wikipedia. FTR, yeah, both in North said, Carolina. For it me. says build from North Carolina, Mexico, and then North Carolina again. Hmm. I wonder it's in Mexico. I wonder who's building from Mexico. That's weird. That's oh, yeah. See, look, 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 look. Yeah, because one of them, uh, it says build from, uh, this was Cash Wheeler. It's built from, it says Asheville, North Carolina, then uh-huh. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. So I'm right. One of them is Canadian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They probably just moved out. Yeah, they probably live in North Carolina yeah. now. Yeah. That's dope. So maybe we see a big moment. Maybe That's we when the finally FTR. get FTR and Bucks. Exactly. Give me that picture of them holding all the fucking oh, belts. Eight-star FTR. I can see it already. Yo. Picture it. I'm buying that I think we. I think we've talked about this already a couple weeks ago. They might be the greatest tag team ever. They are. They are. We yeah. might like. We might not be thinking about it right now. We might be witnessing peak, like tag team, like a peak tag team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I thought we were watching it when we were younger, like with the Hardys, the Dudleys. Um, people are going to be talking about FTR. People in like ten in like FTR. ten twenty years from now, people are going to be talking about FTR. I think they're going to talk about FTR the same way we talk about Ric Flair. Yeah. Which is crazy. I know that's a crazy-ass statement to make, especially since they're still going. Yeah. But the way that they're going, the way that they're hitting companies, the way that they're making um, impact not only in the ring and their promos. You know what I mean? Like, they're fucking ridiculous, Ridiculous. bro. They are, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's but yeah, I think I think we're witnessing history. We yeah. just don't know it yet till we look back on it. And we're like, because that's like with the John Cena run. Like you don't really notice it till now. You look back and you're like, oh, yeah, the John Cena run. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be that career was yeah. fucking crazy. It's gonna be talked about for a while, and like you're gonna it's gonna be something that you got to like, definitely make some type of documentary about. Yeah. I feel like I may be too far fetched from saying that. Oh but no, I agree. no, you crazy? They they should. They should, yeah. We're gonna be talking about this for a while. Yeah, like FTR. When, yeah, it's just tough that they could they couldn't um do anything as impactful like in WWE, like in NXT they did, but when yeah. they moved to the main roster, it was just like, like shits and giggles. Like yeah, like like they said, Vince saw them as only professional wrestlers. Yeah, and they knew he wasn't gonna change his mind. Yeah. And they tried to be entertaining. As when they were leaving, you saw all the stuff they did on their way out. They tried. They, yeah. You can't say that they just said, fuck it, we quit, and took their ball and went home. They actually tried to. They tried, yeah. And I thought they were entertaining just being them. And then they started doing all this stuff I kind of thought was corny. They, they were, they were. You know what I mean? I think they were, they tried to do everything. In yeah. WWE, like literally everything they were they were told, but like the, the different yeah, types of their, entertainment. They did their job. Yeah, yeah. They, did, they tried. They, they tried, tried to, to be part of it. They tried to be like the heels with Randy Orton. Yeah, they tried to do the uh, the comedic thing with the Usos when they were showering. The weird thing when they're showering with each other. Yeah, something. Like that. But then like they were doing different stuff to try to be entertaining. Not everything was perfect, but some of it was cool. But not everything was for them. Yeah, you know, like they couldn't. And you could tell it wasn't them. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't tell you know it wasn't I mean? them. So like you could tell certain people that's for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. FTR, you could tell while even watching the segments, it was like, "Ooh, this isn't really them." 
exactly. But like you said, some stuff was cool. Some stuff was funny, but like some stuff was just like, this is kind of corny. Like, yeah. But you can't say they didn't try. It it just it sucks that they couldn't be what, what they wanted. What yeah. They wanted to be, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because you know, AEW is around, but we all know that everybody's mission is to get to WWE. Yeah. Um. Not now, everyone wants to be in the AEW. People want to go yeah. to WWE and eventually do stuff there. No. Yeah. And um, and then there's also certain people like we talk. Like I talked to Chris. His goal has always been Japan. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not to main event WrestleMania. It's not to do this or that. And WWE is to be in Japan. There's certain people like that too. Because I I've talked to a couple of people, uh, wrestlers like that. I know he was like that. Uh, RIP Matt Travis was like that. When I've talked to him, he was like, "Yo, Japan is the goal." Um. Yeah. So it, but realistically, for most wrestling fans, if they grew up on American wrestling, WWE is the goal. So it just yeah. sucks that they couldn't do what they wanted. Like, I'm sure they wanted to do more. Exactly. And like, no, they wanted to lead. They wanted, yeah, they wanted to it was just, there. it was just the tag division there. Just not. Yeah. It wasn't it. It wasn't. Yeah. it. And they're still having a problem with it. Exactly. You know what I mean? The, the two main, um, tag, tag teams, teams that... still are the Usos and new day. That, they will always be cemented as the top two. And I feel like FTR was in that convo when they were there, but, they weren't given the shot to really surpass them. I feel like there are times where the I think the Usos can help out. They could have done better with the Usos feud because I feel like the Usos are a tag team to help elevate other tag teams. Yeah, and oh, with the, them they dope. put on the Usos are dope. That one, I think they're they're gonna go down too as one of the best tag yeah. teams in WWE. Yeah, for cool, of course. But like they, like I said, they they can help elevate the Street Profits. I fucking love what they're doing with the Street Profits. Yeah. Tell me now, like I, I, I'm on the same train as you as having Montez Lee, but it's like at the same yeah. time I'm like, I want to see more. No, yeah, they're doing their thing. They're doing their yeah. thing. I kind of want, I don't want this feud to end, honestly. And it's like that's what I love about tag team wrestling. As much as we want like, one person more than the other, I kind of want to still see them together. Still, yeah, still doing their thing. No, nah, definitely. But yeah, man. Just sort of wrap we, it up there. We, yeah. yeah, facts. We were, we, we're witnessing history. That's all we, we want to say. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, bro. Exactly. Um, so I guess we just wrap it up there. Episode yes, 18 of the next podcast. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Like I said in the beginning, follow us on all of our platforms. Uh, anywhere we can be found. Give us, uh, give this episode a like and a comment. Yes, sir. And uh, SummerSlam viewing party. Of course, July 30th, I party on in Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you're in New York, come through. If you know people in New York, tell them to come through. The the the, the free tickets, link to that in the description of the YouTube video. And our link tree links in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Uh, I'm Nick, your host. With me is Joel, my co-host, and we'll see you guys next time. Gotcha.